It's time for the main event of your day. You've heard of the Oscars. You've heard of the Grammys. You may even know the Emmys. I don't know what award shows are in other countries, but here in the U.S., those are the major ones. But what about the Kids' Choice Awards? Those are oh, like the Kids' Choice Awards are, are those are freaking major. awesome as well. But if you know anything, you know the Unexpected Wrestling Awards, the UWAs, are the best thing out there. What's up, guys? I'm Dustin. I'm Chriselle, and we are the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast, and it is time finally for our January awards. We haven't done an award show in general in. Yeah, it's been a while, right, Chris? Over a month, because it was like what somewhere in the beginning of December that we stopped making them. Yeah, exactly. Because we if life we, happened fast. Yeah, life happened very fast. Things happened, but we came together and we decided that the awards would be best served as a monthly thing instead of a weekly. Yo, well, I mean, we had a whole bunch of end of the year awards, but those are different. Yeah, those but are those different. are those are like end those of the different. year. Yeah. So if you don't know already, or if you've been kind of wondering, me and Chriselle have mentioned before on the podcast, but maybe you missed an episode or two. Go back and listen. But hey, guys, we are now doing our awards once a month so january we'll have an award show february will march april and it will encompass you know our traditional categories of best match worst match best wrestler of the month unexpected award of the month things of that nature but it'll be in the totality of the month so everything from january 1 all the way up until today's recording date of january 29th um will be included in our awards now i'm gonna preface this just very quickly we are recording this before the royal rumble match so i'm sorry if there's a banger match on the Royal Rumble card and it goes crazy and we didn't include it on this. You have heard from us first. This has been <laughs> recorded. It is currently 10.15 in the morning on Saturday. Me and Chris all are prepped and ready to watch the Rumble tonight, but this episode is being pre-recorded before the Rumble because we, of course, want to get it done and then also we promised that our awards would now be on the last Sunday of every month. But don't worry, the Rumble will be included in our February awards. Right, Chris? Yep. So, keep an eye out for our February awards that'll be coming out in a month, but for now, we are going to to hop into our January awards show. It has been so long and I'm so hyped. The categories that we're doing today, and I just want to list them off for you all. We'll be going over the best match of the month, the worst match of the month, the promo award for the month. Who had the best promo? The best wrestler of the month. We have a few nominees for that. We have a new one called our company award. You know, we cover AEW and WWE on this podcast. So who was the better company this month? And then, of course, we will always end it off with our unexpected award because it's our award. There's nothing else like it. No no one else does an unexpected award. I'll tell you that much. And if they are, they stole it from us. So, <laughs> guys, stick with us through this episode. I'm so hyped. Crystal, are you ready? I'm excited. I'm excited. I, 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 I wish I had a better vocabulary because I feel like every time you ask me, all I say is like, I'm excited. But I'm so more excited. excited. <laughs> so excited. But I am. Yeah, let's do this. Let's get rocking. <laughs> let's get rolling. And as always, guys, make sure you like, subscribe, follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, follow us on Anchor, follow us on Spotify, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you may be listening. And and of course, keep up with us, turn the notifications on so you can know when we post and we love interacting with you guys. Chriselle, I got the formalities out very quickly and they rolled off of my tongue very fast. Let's hop into it. Number one, the best match of the month. We always want to start on a high note. We have three nominees for the best match of the month. And just prefacing this, guys, me and Chriselle have come together to, you know, accumulate these nominees of who we think, you know, is worthy of nomination. And then we will come together to make a final decision. Just in case this is your first awards episode and you don't know how we do it. We have three nominees for the best match of the month. Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Danielson on AEW Dynamite from January 5th. That was their TBS debut. Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara Beach Break AEW Dynamite on January 26th. And the Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express from January 5th. AEW Dynamite, the debut on TBS. 
Josh Crisell. Three AEW nominees here. No WWE nominees. Like I said, the Rumble might change that tonight. But AEW had a fantastic month in terms of match quality. Where are you leaning for your best match? There's three good nominees here. You know, it's kind of insane that a match that happened January 5th. Yeah, I know it's supposed to be the month awards, but it takes a special kind of match to keep, like to stay in your brain all month. Yeah, it's been about three or four weeks. Yeah. So I'm going Hangman versus Danielson. However, the Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express hold like a very special place in my heart. So, okay. So funny enough, I think the Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express sucked. Why? I did not enjoy it. You were more excited during it than I was. Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express? Yes. No, I got excited when Phoenix broke his arm. But like, it wasn't like an excitement of good, but like an excitement of, oh my gosh, what did I just see? What are you talking about? When, so, we, when we were watching it, you didn't even realize they had broken his arm. No, and I didn't. With the Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express match, my problem with it was, I don't have a problem with Spot Fest, right? Because Cody versus Sammy, which I'm going to talk about, was a Spot Fest. However, I don't like Spot Fest where it's like, I can blatantly see you waiting for things, or it's a lot of, I'm going to do this move to you, but you got to cooperate with me. Oh, like, I know exactly. I don't I, like stuff like that. It takes me out of the, I know. Wrestling's not real, duh, but it takes me so out of it. I can't get invested. I know exactly what spot you're talking about. You're talking about that moment where uh, the Lucha Brothers were up on the top rope and they were holding the like, They were the holding hands, the hands. Yeah. yeah, they're hand-holding. And that takes me out, personally, because, like, I get it. And like I said, I don't have a problem with spot fest. Spots are what make wrestling matches great. But when you're doing things like that, it's so annoying as a viewer because it takes me out of the match because I'm like, I know it's not real, but I do want some form of realism in what I'm watching. And in no form of any fight will someone be like, all right, let me hold your hand and this, that, and the other, and we're going to do a flip now. It takes me out of it. It takes me out of it. That's why overall, like, and there was a lot of that. So I hated the match. I I guess I see it differently because I do understand that, you know, it's it's an act. You know, you know what's happening. So I also enjoy when you can see that like, oh, they planned it. Like, I know like you want to completely not have any idea what's going on behind the curtain, but I'm like, oh, wow. Like this took a lot of work. Like they planned this. This is a lot of choreography that's going into this. I like it. It's it's like, wow, they put in the time. No, and I understand what you're saying. Showmanship. And I understand it's different strokes for different folks, right? People like different things in their wrestling. I hate that choreography stuff because it takes me out of it. Like, I don't know if you've seen, like, there's that viral video of, like, Ricochet, and I think he's in Japan or something. And, like, him and the guy are just doing flips back and forth. And it's like, I'm trying to hit you. Here goes a flip. I'm trying to hit you. Here goes a flip. I show that to people. And that's the stuff that people make fun of wrestling fans about. I love the athleticism. I love the high-flying abilities and stuff. I love it. It's fantastic, but I want some realism and I can't get invested when things are like that. However, I don't have a problem with Spot Fest because Cody versus Sammy at Beach Break on Dynamite was a Spot Fest. It was a five-star match. I thoroughly enjoyed the match. You know one match that we didn't bring up but was still really good? Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole. Adam Cole. So I, I was thinking about that match. Beach Break had some good matches. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that match, but the ending of the match took me out because Orange Cassidy had like a half-baked hug on him and Adam Cole's like, eh, eh. Trying to wiggle and it's just like, come on, fam. I think it was fun. It was a fun match, though. It was fun. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put up there with Hangman and Dan versus Danielson, but it was it was a fun match and it was crazy. And I think there was a lot of it was just it was nice the way they built up to it. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. So, but but honorable mention. (laughs) No, yeah, because like I said, Beach Breaker had some really good matches with Cody and Sammy. Sammy Guevara, no matter how you feel about him, he is fantastic in ring. I am not taking that away from him because he hit the nastiest cutter I have ever seen in my life. He springboarded from the top rope to the top of his ladder. Cody turned. He grabbed 
grabs Cody and brings him down about 15 feet down, hits the cutter. It You would have thought Cody Rhodes broke his face. And then Sammy Guevara has the audacity to go and do a swanton bomb onto Cody, who's laying on a ladder, and the ladder doesn't break. So Sammy eats all of the contact on that move. My goodness. And then Cody Rhodes has the audacity to hit a crossroads at, from the top of the ladder, and it's executed so perfectly because Sammy hits his face directly on the mat. It's that realism aspect of it that it was one of the best one-on-one ladder matches that I've ever seen. WWE does fantastic multi-man ladder matches. They don't really do one-on-one ladder matches that much, but one-on-one ladder matches, Cody versus Sammy was fantastic. You know, I'm not a Sammy fan. No, so, I understand, but... But, you know, I have to say that first so that what my words hold more weight because it's like, I don't even like this guy, but, you know, I'll give him his flowers. It's fantastic. I didn't want him to win the title. I think Cody should have won, personally. I'm not mad at it because of the showmanship and how, like, these both these dudes put their bodies through the ringer during that match. And he's a young talent. There's a lot of things that could have gone wrong in the things that he did, but they didn't, and he executed them flawlessly. I won't be a hater and say that, like, it wasn't a good match. Yeah. That was... That was really fun. I went into the match like, I'm not even going to really pay attention to this because I don't like Sammy. But I was like, oh, let me actually, let me pay attention. Let me yeah. pay attention because this is kind of crazy. Yeah, I think <laughs> one of the greatest things that a wrestler can do is get you invested. And Cody and Sammy had me invested. I was in the middle of eating and I was like, oh, oh. I was texting you while I was eating. And you know, I don't text while I'm eating. I was like, did you see that? It was some crazy stuff. That match was fantastic. But Hangman versus Danielson was the best match of the month. <laughs> if I'm keeping it a buck. I don't think it was as good as their first one. Personally, their 60 minute time limit draw. Some people beg to differ some people enjoy this one more but this match that's funny i'm one of those people i I think it was a little bit better i think the 60 minute time limit draw was better but i understand Mm -hmm. i understand both perspectives i think hangman solidified himself and there's not much i can really say about the match other than it was fantastic it'll probably make my top 10 matches of the year when we you know get to that point because it was that good brian danielson is the best wrestler in the world i'm gonna die on that hill he is the best male wrestler in the world you can argue about females but male wrestler no one's touching him he's fantastic i enjoy him i enjoy him yeah i wanted to get and I enjoy him. Yeah, I wanted to give flowers to the other two matches. Well, at least to Cody versus Sammy, because like I said, I didn't really like Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express. But Heyman versus Danielson was the best match of the month. If you have not already, I 110% recommend that you actually go back and watch their 60-minute time limit draw first if you have an hour of your day to Get spare. the whole storyline. Yeah, because it, the second match did benefit because of the first match because they had the judges. And it's like, yo, Hangman almost had him the last time. Can he finish him off this time? And Danielson isn't being as cocky as he was the first time now. Danielson's like, nah, this guy can go. Like, I'm not playing around with him. And then Danielson was like, I'm not wrestling until our match. He was like, the first time, you know, I was goofing off wrestling people. I'm not wrestling. So if you haven't, go watch Hangman versus Danielson 1 and 2. You will not be disappointed. Them two men put on some of the best matches I've seen Agreed. in Agreed. a while. Oh, I love Hangman. I love Hangman. And he's from Virginia. I like Ooh. I like Hangman. I, I really like Hangman. Interested to see where his title reign goes. I think he's going to beat Archer. Um, As he should. When they're in Texas, the Texas death match. That'll be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I want to see him have a really good feud after. After that. Mm-hmm. I understand Archer's kind of like a place filler, but Revolution's going to be coming up. I want a really good feud for Hangman. How far are we from Danielson and Moxley, do you think? Revolution. Revolution. I'd say Revolution. Because okay. they're like, you know, they're not interacting, but they're start, they're starting to throw the teasers in there. God, that's going to be good. The <laughs> that's moment going to be so good. The moment Danielson actually speaks, because right now all, they, all they're showing yeah. is him just like looking, like, mm, I'm looking respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gushing about it. So our best match of the January month goes to Hangman versus Brian Danielson on AW dynamite from january 5th congratulations gentlemen our worst match of the month has three nominees and it's gonna sound like we're kind of like company bashing here but we promise we're not <laughs> i just looked at it and i'm yeah, like i just saw it yeah it's gonna come <laughs> off that way but our worst match we have drew versus mad cat ma 
Omos from WWE Day One. We have Dana Brooke, Reggie. I'm sorry. We have Dana Brooke and Reggie versus Tamina and Tozawa from Monday Night Raw on January 3rd. And then we have Dujop versus Liv Morgan versus Bianca Belair from January 10th, Monday Night Raw. I promise we're not bashing WWE here, guys. We love WWE. However, Chriselle, let's talk, you know, individually about each match and then we'll come to a consensus at the end. I think that'd be best. So let's start with you versus Mad Cat Moss. I think this match was horrendous. It went on way too long. I understand you were trying to fill time, whatever, because Roman wasn't there, but the match went on way too long. Mad Cap got way too much offense in. I think he made Drew look a little weak, even though he won. He shouldn't be struggling against a man like Mad Cat Moss. Mad Cat Moss is so annoying with the ah, suspenders. Ah, no. ah, wait, 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 wait. What do you call a Scottish warrior who can't walk? No, who can't pee standing up. Oh, who can't pee standing up? A Scottish warrior. I I'll, hate that guy. I'll give Mad Cap this. At least he can execute the joke, Dustin. Okay, I don't care. The jokes are terrible. <laughs> no, so it, it was a terrible match. I agree. I was mad that Mad Cap got his segment before the match. Like I was like, this is something that doesn't need to be on t- on our pay-per-view. Like you said, it was dumb. Also, as soon as his shirt came off and he had the suspenders, I told you then that they were going to start running him around with just suspenders and no shirt. And what have we seen all month long? Suspenders, no, no shirt. And now he doesn't even have pants on. And it's it's got colder. But now he has no pants. Logic, not there. Yeah. I, regardless. But like you said, that match, I was not expecting it to be that long. I mean, was it one of their faster paced matches in comparison to what they show on TV week in and week out? Yeah. But again, I, I agree with you said that Drew didn't look as great as he should have. I understand that that's fine because they knew right after that they were going to announce that he was going to be stepping away for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't need to do that. Exactly. You didn't need to do all of that. Moving on to our second one, Dana Brooke and Reggie versus Tamina and Tazawa for Monday Night Raw on January 3rd. I just hate the 24-7 title. I don't think any of these people in the match were, are talented in ring, personally. And I don't find any of them compelling and or interesting. So with that being said, I hated the match. It had people I'm not interested in, a title belt that I'm not interested in. It was on a three-hour TV show. The crowd did not care. Should I keep going? It, the only thing that saves it, it, was, it wasn't it was ridiculously long. So I didn't feel as offended as a viewer. <laughs> like, it, it got three minutes. That's the only thing that saves it in my mind. I like Dana Brooke and, like, Reggie being teamed up. There's something, yeah. I like it. I like something about it. I, do I enjoy the 24-7 title? No. However, I'm sure there's some people out there that do. Maybe. So I think Dana, Brooke, and Reggie, those two people make it worth watching again, or like at least in the beginning, it was really cool when Reggie had it. But again, we're kind of seeing the same stuff with this belt, and we know that it doesn't actually matter. I'm almost disappointed that Tamina is in the 24-7 situation, but I know they're also kind of gearing it where there's more females involved with the 24-7 title, mm-hmm. but I don't really care for it, like you said. I don't like Tamina. I don't think she's good. Is it because there's no one, no one Mina? Is that? <laughs> there's no one Mina to, to Vita. <laughs> no, nah, she's just boring to me. Same with Dana Brooke. They're both boring. We go to Dewdrop versus Liv Morgan versus Bianca Belair. Crystal, I didn't think this match was bad. Um, I think I said it. You are my, the one who said it was. I didn't think it was bad. I brought it up because I'm a hater. I'm, I brought it up for the pure fact that I'm a hater. I As soon as I was looking at this, I wanted to say, let's start off by taking this one off, off the nominations. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I think it's more so I wanted my chance to speak about how I was mad about the ending. But even though I know we, I think I talked about on the last episode, I'm still just not over. I think Bianca keeps getting like screwed over and I don't enjoy it. I even like it just I didn't like the way the ending came out. Dewdrop didn't even look that great in it. And for her to be the one to win, that's why I don't think it was a great match because she didn't look great in that match. Everybody else looked amazing in that match. Dewdrop has had matches where she looks good, but this wasn't one of them. And it just upsetting to me. No, I hear what you're saying. Like I said, I can't really say nothing about it because I I really didn't think it was bad. Um, So where where do you want to go? in terms of our worst match of the month? Uh, I would go Dana Brooke, Reggie versus Tamina and Tozawa. 
Nah, Drew versus Madcap was offensively long. I don't. It I, was offensively long. I think there was. I think there was more interesting spots there than the uh, than the twenty four seven match. How do we decide this? Rock paper scissors. Um, should we get Zur- Surrey involved? Yeah. Heads so, or tails? Yeah, I'll take tails. Surrey, heads or tails? Well, she didn't say it out loud, but it says heads. It does say heads. Okay, so, so Dana Brooke and Reggie versus Tamina and Tazawa is the winner of the worst match of the month. Chris, talk to us about these promos. We got three promos. We got Brock Lesnar versus Bobby, January 10th. We have MJF versus CM Punk at Beach Break, January 6th on Dynamite. Then we have Moxley's return on Dynamite, January 19th. Moxley's return, January 19th. I don't even want to discuss this. You don't want to talk the rest of them? I'm being honest. (laughs) I feel like this is the one category that we have here that is such a landslide. Personally, I don't think anything's close. MJF and CM Punk can make magic on the mic, which I agree with. All these promos did something for their storyline. Well, the other two, they had something, they did something for the storyline and they did, I like enjoyed what they did for whatever segment they're going on. Moxley's return and how things played out. It's one of those things that you can listen to over and over again. It's motivational. It's really great for the way he came back. It wasn't just, ha I'm back. But it was, it was very, he was very vulnerable in what he said, but also seemed very powerful in his words. It was extremely grounded. It was grounded in realism. And I think that's the quality of it. You look at Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. That's pure story progression. And like Brock is funny. The Brock is actually hilarious. Like the Bobby Who thing was freaking comedy gold. But like it doesn't have that realism aspect that really speaks to you. MJF versus CM Punk had those realistic shots thrown in there of like, um, what did he say? Like, oh, you you turned your back on Cleveland before. Why wouldn't you do it again? And this, that, and the other. And they're clearly planting the seeds for a CM Punk heel turn uh, down the line. Like you blame everybody else. It's going to start, you know, showing his qualities. And one thing I like about MJF, I'm going to love the point when CM Punk does turn heel and he starts doing everything. And he's like, hey guys, I'm a terrible person, but I'm not wrong. You know, I'm really enjoying that because I know it's coming. It's going to be really good when it happens. But like I said, like Moxley's return has that realism factored into it where it's like, it does speak to you on a real level. Like you that it has some motivational aspects. You can tell he was speaking from his heart and it was genuine and it wasn't for storyline progression. It was a man who went through crap. Let me tell you about my story and hopefully motivate you to get back up and keep going and things of that nature. Like I said, I think that the realism of Moxley's return promo speaks leaps and bounds. And then, I mean, how he even started it, like, go F yourself. Like, it even started off with that's John Moxley. Well, that wasn't planned. Well, that I was know. because of the, the I know guy that. that's... But... You would think it was, the guy was a plant though, right? You would think he was planted. It I was so perfectly <laughs> done. It was perfectly done. And it was Moxley. Only he could say that and they'd be like, yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> so good, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, I genuinely think John Moxley's return on January 19th, that promo. We were there live too, so that may influence a little bit of how I feel, but the realistic aspect of it blows everything else out the water. It was a heavy promo. Not in the sense of like it just meant something. I think Brock versus Bobby, it was more funny and there's nothing wrong with that. You're right. And then MJF or CM Punk, it's it, it seemed like real beef, and there was like actual burns, like talking yeah. about like, oh, you're a fan, you listen to my podcast whatever but i yeah i get you i think there's more weight in moxley's return yeah. than the other ones john moxley had the best return of january at least before the rumble pre-rumble mm-hmm. but shout out to john moxley that promo was fantastic guys i said with the best match go watch the sequence of matches if you haven't already or you're not an aw watcher or anything like that please 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 go listen to john moxley's return promo on january 19th on dynamite it was fantastic we can't do it justice kind of talking about it if you don't know john moxley had checked himself into an alcohol treatment program and he made his return after a few months away and you know he talked about his battles with alcohol it, it was all subtle though you know it wasn't like i did this and then this that, and the other. it was subtleties to it but it spoke to you on your own personal level i can't do it justice chriselle can't do it justice go look it up on youtube you can easily find it i'll link it
it yeah, as Chris, I do. <laughs> Chris, I'll, Chris, I will link it. Go listen to it. It really is a good listen and it only take a few minutes out your day. So definitely go check it out. But our best wrestler award is now up and Chris L, three nominees once again. We have Brock Lesnar, Adam Cole, and Wardlow. Wardlow. Interesting choices here. Interesting choice. One WWE, two AEW wrestlers for our best wrestler of the month. Who does it go to? Who are you feeling? We can go one by one and talk about the months that they had. I think that'd be smart. So looking at Brock Lesnar, he had a good month. I ain't even gonna lie. In terms of, he won the title on the first day of the year. Now, mind you, he hasn't defended it until tonight's Royal Rumble, which, you know, pre-recording. But Brock Lesnar won the WWE title on the first day of the year, and then he's had good promos. He's had good segments. He looks strong. I think Brock Lesnar has had the best month in WWE, and I think I will die on that hill personally, actually. you will, I will only agree with one thing. I think he's had the best month in WWE. However, I don't think he deserves, in comparison to the other people on this list, I don't think he's up there, only because, like you said, his his biggest thing happened at the beginning of the month. He hasn't defended it. He'll defend it tonight, and everything has been promos. And I personally, for this award, I would like it to give it, I would like to give this award to someone that's been a little bit more active. Even if it was, even if Brock's promos had gotten more physical than they were, I didn't see anything that was great. I think for a Brock Lesnar reign, it's been good because he's actually been on TV more than we were expecting him to be. The second half of the month, it's hasn't really been there, except for like on Monday with the weight, with the weigh in. Well, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and it gets difficult, right? Because when you look at best wrestler, you have to factor in a lot of different things because obviously we're not saying like we're, we're talking about who had the best month, right? Mm-hmm. So it gets a little difficult though because do you take a man like Hangman who had the best match of the month and he defended his championship? Do you take someone like, I'm going to jump in straight into him, like Adam Cole who was on a hot streak this month until he lost at Beach Break on Wednesday? Um, do you take a guy like Wardlow who was power bombing everybody? He's been on a hot streak as well. However, he caught a loss to CM Punk. What qualifies you to be the best wrestler of the month? Is it your promo? Is it your matches? Is it the amount of matches? Is it title defenses? Because then I could say, I think Jurassic Express as a team could qualify as the best wrestlers of the month because they won titles and they've had successful title, two successful title defenses and a title win. And they're, they've been fun on the mic against yeah. Private Party like this last what, Friday. Yeah. Or do I take somebody like, it's, look, we're adding nominees here. We're just going to have to talk about it. Do you add someone like Jade Cargill who won the TBS title, the inaugural champion of that title, and has also had two title defenses? Where do you go for this? It, it's This is a very difficult one because I don't think there's a clear cut winner or answer. Here. I think it goes, I don't think it has to be quantity of matches versus the quality of matches they've had. But I feel like you have to have more than one match in the month to qualify. I, I disagree. I disagree. I think it's the totality of what you did this month. So if you had good- one good match and then just been good on the mic. I think that's fair. I don't, but even at the good on because- the mic or like the screen time, I still don't think he's been better than Adam Cole this month. Well, I, I, it's tough, right? Because what was the quality of Adam Cole's wins? What's the quality of them? I think you just said quantity the, doesn't matter. I, I didn't say of the wins. I said just quality of the matches. Well, Brian Danielson had the best match of the month. So did Hangman. Okay, so I. But they, it was like, just, but, but I, based on your criteria, they would be ahead of Adam Cole. But what have they done as far as promos? Like it's a well round. It's like it's a well rounded. Adam situation. Cole has barely cut a promo this month. He cut, I think, one promo that I can think of, and it was when Britt, you know, and all of the gang came to the ring. He cut that one promo. So like you're saying, like promos, Brock is. What is? I, 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 okay, sorry. I'm saying promos, but I think it's just like the storyline progression because it's like okay. So there was that that where we, where Britt Baker was introduced into the group. Yeah, yeah, we have that. But then oh, during their match with Orange Cassidy, there's like oh you like you hit Britt, so this is why we're gonna fight next time. Like it's uh-huh. that progression and like that there being more of a story to what they're doing and like how that's going. And then with Wardlow, has he really been saying anything like much on the mic? Not really. 
really. However, you we know you notice the subtleties. You, yeah, you the know subtleties the, you, you know the turn you, yeah, exactly. You yeah. there's something about it that you know there's a turn coming. He's executed that well. It doesn't look corny or anything. His facial like expressions yeah, it's like, and it's it's great. It's perfect. Yeah, it, I and agree. it's like not it's I think it's noteworthy worthy. And then he's had powerful wins. He's a strong dude and he's looked great all month long. And he's not in a position to have that belt to have whatever yet, but he's a new face that has come out strong that I think he deserves his flowers. So no, and I agree with you there. So like it gets difficult because the I don't know. I think quality matters and the quality of what you've done this month. I think no one had a better, no one had a bigger win this month than Brock Lesnar. Can will you argue that? Will you argue that? No one's had a bigger win. No. No one's had a bigger win, right? You beat four other former world champions in a fatal five way. Like I didn't like how it happened. I didn't like the ending of the match. I don't like Biggie getting pinned. All these other things. I don't like that. However, I can't deny quality. How would you rank these three? I'd probably. Go Go Brock. Who had a better month? Adam Cole or Wardlow? Brock, Adam Cole, Wardlow. In that order. Okay. In that order. Where would you go? Adam Cole, Brock, Wardlow. So Wardlow's out. So we can agree Wardlow's out. Yeah. So, Even though it doesn't feel right to me, but I'll I'll let it go. I'll no, let it slide. I think slide. I think Wardlow's been very good and dominant, and his face turn is going to be fantastic when it actually happens. And the Powerbomb Symphony, I think it's starting to get over with the crowd a little bit more than it was. So everything's great. MJF is playing his role perfectly. Wardlow's facial expressions are top tier. Do you want to keep arguing this, or do you want to get Surrey involved once again. I'm willing to die on the Brock Lesnar hill. I'm willing to say I literally would have given it to anybody I, even at that like I know I put Brock before Wardlow but I'm just not comfortable giving it to him because I almost wanted to use this award, award to showcase someone that hasn't been on the top of the power rankings but have still been like a great wrestler this but we've month. seen Adam Cole constantly rise through the power rankings so you can't sit there and but say I, Adam Cole has not been on our power rankings he's I'm been, not, no, he's, he's been saying, there the entire month but he hasn't been at number one or number two Brock Lesnar has been chilling at number two all month because WWE sucks with their booking and they don't get people wins and losses that's not Brock Lesnar's fault I don't think that's fair but he hasn't really I don't think I don't think he's done enough I just personally he won the biggest match of the month no one's had a bigger win but he hasn't done anything else with it what is he supposed to do something he's he's a champion he doesn't have to wrestle every week does hangman wrestle every week does Roman Reigns wrestle every week anyways I'm asking sorry because this is annoying no like you're crazy I'm not crazy it's dumb no one had a bigger win than Brock Lesnar I'm I'm sorry he had a good beginning of the month but I just it's not something that I it's heads not, or tails. It's not for me. Heads or tails. Whatever. Heads or tails. Surrey. Oh, right. You're right. I'll go tails this time. All right. I have heads. Surrey. Heads or tails. Heads. Heads. <laughs> wow. What are the odds that it's heads twice? Whatever. Exactly. So Brock Lesnar is the best wrestler of the month. Now, guys, moving on to a literal brand new award that we want to start incorporating because, hey, since we're doing it monthly, I think we have more than enough of a sample size. The company award. That means WWE, AEW, the two companies that we do cover on this podcast, who had a better month in terms of a company, who put out a better product, who had more must-see TV, who did better pay-per-view slash premium live events, who really really won this month as a company even from a PR perspective we can even incorporate that if we want to nightmare both are pretty crappy but WWE man whew. so our company award me and Chris already talked about this considering there's only two nominees and we wholeheartedly agree AEW definitely wins our company award we felt as though they had much better TV much better matches on TV their TV specials this month like Beach Break were fantastic mind you like I said the Royal Rumble has not happened yet so WWE could easily swing this but for me the thing that kind of set all of this over the top 
top was not just the quality of TV because I think they blew them out in terms of that, but like what took it from a 10 to an 11 was the PR nightmare of the Gunther Stark and the Walter name change thing, the Free Ali situation going on that we cover all of that in a previous episode, guys. So go check it out if you want our in-depth thoughts. But I think that was the nail in the coffin for WWE this month. AEW, from the PR perspective, it wasn't fantastic, but in comparison, my God. Their product on TV has been poo. <laughs> like I, it's lost my interest and it's lost my interest. And it's, I feel like you're, it's easier to forgive. Like it sounds bad, but it's easier to forgive the bad stuff they do pu- publicly or like with their wrestlers and stuff. When you watch on Monday or Friday, it's like, oh, this is great. It's easy to like get, like get rid right, of it. Right, right, but when right. there's so much downtime or just weird booking or just, they, you start, you start criticizing this company because one, the booking isn't great. And then you're like, wow, you're doing all this and, and you're doing this. You're not doing much. Ollie still hasn't been on the show. Why is he there? Well, I mean, why isn't he there? Why isn't he there? <laughs> Say, he's not there, bro. It doesn't make any sense, and it it gives you more time to be critical of it. The uh, the paces of the matches, the quality of the matches, the quality of the booking this month hasn't been there for WWE. At and all. I At think all. I would like to say that it's been better. But yesterday we talked about there was two hours of SmackDown, and there was only three matches versus versus, right. versus Rampage having four matches in an hour. Yeah. And I understand they're different products, they're different things. But even at that, like I do as much as I love the entertainment part of wrestling, I do also like wrestling. And I think I know they're they're not a wrestling company anymore. That's what like content creators. Yeah, but I you stick stick to your bread and butter. Like you have to still have good quality there. And I think they slowed that down tremendously. So it's kind of hard now. No, I totally agree with what you said. It's very easy to kind of forgive the PR and the HR and things of that nature. Uh, Nightmares that occur when I can tune in on Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays, whatever it may be, and I know I'm getting a quality product and I can enjoy my three hours that I'm investing in your product. But when you turn it on and it's like wow. I liked one thing in a three-hour show, or I only got three matches in a two-hour show. That's frustrating. So I wholeheartedly agree with you that it's frustrating, and AEW blew it out the water. They, they had great quality stuff this month. They really did. And we went to a show, so that was fun in and of itself. But even if you take the show we went to out, which had Democracy Return, Sting's in-ring wrestling, Jade Cargill's first defense of the TBS title, I'm just naming things that come in my head. Uh, we saw a couple dark matches, things of that nature. Even if you take that out, it, it, everything else this month, like it also, was fantastic. Also, the booking of the women on WWE has been so bad this month at the beginning of the month it still was pretty good with like Becky and Charlotte but since then they've kind of just seemed like they gave us that information about the women's Royal Rumble and they're like okay that should that should satisfy that the should gir- hold y'all over that should satisfy the girlies for now right like y'all we'll see you at the end of the month but since then like if you look at our power rankings it's not that we don't want there's no women there's no women there hasn't been any women in the last two weeks and it's not because we don't care it's not it just what have they done like what has no the one's book- been booked strong yeah so no let's and then you have two titles on the women but none of them look strong i don't like it yeah no how are your champions not book strong that's amazing to me make it make sense really like i mean jade and brit have been mainstays on our rankings oh. over there at adw so it's it's kind of frustrating especially for the women wrestlers i agree so our company award goes to aedub 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 unexpected award this is the best one Woo! i think there is nothing that can compare to the unexpected award chriselle read off our nominees unexpected moments we have walter's name change we have brock Wynn Winning at the day one pay-per-view. And we have Dan Housen on Dynamite during Beach Week, January 26th. 
Honestly, I just want to talk about Danhausen for a little bit because I was so excited when that happened. I was like, it was audio. Like, like I screamed a little, like yelped. I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. I don't think anybody was expecting it. I think this is something everybody wanted for him, and it's so great. He's still healing from his like leg injury. If you don't watch AEW, if you don't, he broke his leg. Yeah, he broke his leg. Even he wasn't. He hasn't been on AEW for you to know. But he's someone from Ring of Honor. If you don't know who he is, I promise you, this is one wrestler that no matter what promotions he's at he is a gem to follow on social media it's i think it's a it takes a little bit to understand his character and everything but it's funny and he's it's it's funny right it's just funny i like he's funny as crap he's hilarious very funny but very evil very evil very nice All right, we have other moments, <laughs> and then the other ones aren't as great. <laughs> I Brock Lesnar winning. You were in a fetal position when it happened. Yeah. You were instantly collapsed. I wish. Can I expose you? Maybe I should put that on our Instagram page where you're just in a fetal position nah, after the win. <laughs> nah, that's my vulnerable state. I was in my vulnerable state. Collapsed e- to the ground. Not even Brock winning. It was more so how it all happened, and it all kind of got thrown together. For me, that was the most unexpected moment personally because it was so huh. Because <laughs> you remember, oh, my dad was like in the living room with the and we were talking and everything. He was like, oh, Brock Lesnar's in the match? I was like, yeah, but he's not winning. What happens? He wins. And my dad's like, see? You were saying Brock wouldn't win. And I'm like, you don't even care, bro. You don't even care. I, I literally screamed when it happened. And that is why we're not watching the Royal Rumble at Dustin's <laughs> house today because I don't want to wake up his nephew. <laughs> yeah, my nephew's probably going to be asleep by the time the baby view comes on. So shout out you, Maverick. I love you. But yeah, Brock winning at day one was so unexpected. And then Walter's name change, it wasn't the name change that was unexpected expected it was what they changed it to that was unexpected a nazi name if you still haven't caught up on that one again other episode but again it, bare minimum you google names and then it's like how did you not realize that you changed one of your best wrestlers on nxt to a nazi name yeah i think that's you have a whole i don't get it i still don't get it you have a pr team a social media team lawyers who have to get the trademark and no one did a google search but that was one of those disappointed but not surprised so i guess it's not as unexpected fair like, enough this is this, is a con- this would be a mistake that they would make. Really, though. No. Right, 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 right. Danhausen was a good feel-good moment. It was feel-good. It was I'm very feel-good. I'm very excited for him. But Brock, yeah, that's still the one that makes no sense. Yeah. Can't wrap my brain around it till this day. The Brock one was so shocking. I think it does win. Danhausen was awesome. I don't follow him maybe as intensely as Chris L does, but I'm very excited for what he's going to do in AEW. Like, he'll be great for their vlogs, like, being the lead or in, like... Check him out. Just check all him that out. Stuff. Um, yeah, check him out. He's awesome. And it's as, funny. Even if you just check him out as a wrestling content creator, and you're not even yeah. like watching him as a wrestler. Just look, I've actually look. never seen a Dan Housen match. I have never seen it either. Exactly. Like, I don't know if the man is terrible, but I'll tell you what, he's hilarious. He's different. He's invested in what he's doing. He deserves everything that he's getting, you know, that mainstream appeal. And I was so happy when he did pop up. The entire crowd was like, Dan Housen, Dan Housen. And everybody he was almost screaming. stole the match. Yeah, everybody was screaming. It was just like, this is awesome. For a guy who doesn't have that mainstream appeal, for a mainstream audience to be like, I know who that is. Yeah, it's everyone, really awesome. everyone was like, did you hear that pop for, the, for this being the first? time that he's been on tv exactly like like he's so over and he's never been on tv before i can tell you right now if i go on tv no one's gonna know who i am he's hilarious (laughs) very nice very evil Um, check him out check him out (laughs) oh he's also the reason why some wrestlers can you even say that on the butt boys (laughs) they're butt boys the ass boys i don't care the ass boys boys. (laughs) whatever it's one word yeah the ass boys but like nah yeah that is that's where that originates from yeah dan housen's hilarious so go check him out but yeah like you said so brock winning at day one i think is easily the most unexpected moment. I think he loses the belt tonight. Final prediction? I want him. So yeah, I'll speak it into existence. I think 
Bobby. Lose it. Lose I think it. Bobby's winning tonight. So Brock Lesnar winning the title oh, at day wow. one. I'm so fickle because I literally. Yeah, I know. We had a whole episode. Yeah, I know. Don't even get into it. I don't want Bob. <laughs> Dang. Now, no. Oh, oh. Okay. Anyways, anyways. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> but no. So running through our awards one more time, we have the best match. The winner is Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Danielson on AEW Dynamite January 5th. Worst match, we have Dana Brooke and Reggie versus Tamina and Tazawa January 3rd on Raw. Our promo award for the best promo easily in a landslide goes to John Moxley's return promo on January 19th, AEW Dynamite. Love you, Mox. Best wrestler. <laughs> best wrestler award sadly goes to Brock Lesnar. Thank you, Surrey. Our company award goes to AEW. They blow WWE out the water this month in terms of as a company and corporation. So congratulations, AEW. Keep it up. Hoping for a strong February. Let them both have a competitive February. I, I am really interested in their Februarys. And our unexpected award, the best award, the award that you guys came for, right? Is Brock winning at the day one pay-per-view. Yes, indeedy. Don't be greedy. That is the end of our award six of them down and i'm happy with how they came out aw took home a few wwe took home a few what are you expecting out of the month of february chris i want to see jade on tv more i'm expecting the royal rumble tonight to be crazy like i think there i think there's going to be some great shock value tonight as a pay-per-view i think it's gonna be very good i think it's gonna be really good and what else do i want to see oh i'm excited for the cm punk versus mjf that's gonna be good oh that's gonna be good yeah I, i think cm punk versus mjf the rumble tonight uh, the Texas death match yes. coming up in two weeks with Hangman and Lance Archer will be really good. Um, and then WWE is supposedly doing a show in Saudi. In I February? Think, yeah, I think February 19th. Don't quote me on that. Uh, and I'm interested. I'm not going to say, like, I think it's going to be good because, you know, Crown Jewel was good, but it can be wishy-washy. But I am interested. So I'm interested in what February is going to bring. And I'm interested when we can finally do our awards. But, guys, with that being said, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into our awards. We love doing them. We'll be bringing you guys another awards episode at the end of February. So be on the lookout for it. It'll be about a month before another one comes out. Thank you guys for listening and share it with a friend so you guys can discuss on who your winners would have been. Exactly. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Tell everybody about the podcast. Show some love. We love you guys. Peace. Bye. You've been listening to the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast with Dustin and Chris Sal. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. Leave a review. It better be positive. And keep up with the podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Catch you at the next show.